Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week, we're talking about Credence, Clearwater, Revival. I'm Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. This is Tyler. Credence. Yep. This week, this week we're, we're covering the popular uh, uh, Swampy Swampy Band, and we're talking about the, the movie based off the Rocky film. Swampy Band? Swamp. Swamp Rock. Swamp. 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 All-Star? Swampy Band. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It came yeah. out of a swamp. Oh. Like so. that. Oh. All-Star. All-Star. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. We should start talking about uh, boxing. Yes, we should. So, boxing Did is... you see that Funny or Die video? What was funny? Wait. Pull it up. <laughs> Actually, I think I have. Let's do oh that. Oh, my God. What is this? The main character is played by Michael B. Jordan. You know, interesting choice. I mean, we don't look much alike. And the character's name is Creed, not Scott Stapp. Sometimes when I walk down the street, people shout, What's up, Creed? So, I guess I get it. This movie has a lot of boxing. One time I punched a guy from 311, but I never actually boxed. Hmm. I am so upset. I had this whole bit that I was going to open up with about watching the movie instead of listening to the band like I do like every other huh. week. They've yeah. already thought of it. You beat me to it, I, I, Mr. Yeah. Scott. Yep, he sure did. He did. I like how they didn't show anything below his waist there so you couldn't see his tight leather pants. Mm. Oh, I wish we could have seen those I know. tight leather pants. I, know. I, looked Scott Stapp, I looked Scott Stapp up on a, a Cameo. You know Cameo? The website you go to pay and they, yeah. they make a video for you. Yeah. I was, I was thinking... If it wasn't too expensive, I was gonna have him make the intro. Ooh. I was gonna like pay him to do it. How much is it? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for Scott Stapp. Five hundred dollars for Scott Stapp. No. How much is the guy who sounds like Scott Stapp? Free. Depend. Like he's at Seven Eleven. You have to go find him. Please. So, what do we think about Creed's music? How do we How do we feel about listening Listening to Creed. Better Nickelback. I could, okay. see, I could see that. They're hated on a similar level. Yeah. yeah. There was a there was a but poll it's... that was done. I think it was the Rolling Stone magazine, pretty sure. The use the like the reader poll or whatever voted them the worst band of the nineties. Mm. Oh, that's not true. I, there's worse bands in the nineties. There's definitely worse bands <laughs> in the nineties. There's definitely worse bands in the nineties. I like how all well, I don't like, I think it's interesting how all their songs start off quiet with the quiet riff. Mm-hmm. Does often every start one of the quiet riff. Yeah, for about ten seconds and then it just Unless it's like arms then, wide open, because then it, then it just keeps the the quiet riff throughout. They maintain their sound. I would argue, and I told Jared this earlier this week. I think that Creed is the only pure post grunge band that exists. I can't think of any other band who maintained a post grunge sound. Other than so, like if you think about other people, who are like, oh yeah, man, like Seether. And Nickelback or post grunge, they yeah, just turned into like radio rock. I think Nickelback's deep tracks are probably all still like that. That's what I've been told. What their deep tracks? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but what I'm he's, saying is, he's saying that their their sound never changed to radio rock. Creed didn't. Yeah, but whereas Nickelback's, everybody else did. Nickelback has always made poopy songs for the radio, and then all of their deep tracks, the rest of the albums, have always been more like that. But that's that's what I'm saying. They're not pure. They're not a pure yeah, post grunge band. True, true that. So they don't fall. They don't fall as snugly into the 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 it's moniker true. of it. Because they, I mean, they do sound like a grunge band mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. They sound. I mean, people compare them to Pearl Jam mm-hmm. for 
fair reason. Mm. Eddie Vedder and Scott Stapp have very similar voices in a lot of ways, but I, I don't I don't think that they trail off from the grunge sound too much. I think that they're pretty close to it, and they maintained that sound for like throughout their three additional like early albums. I'm not really familiar with the one that came... Oh, was it 2009? Full Circle, yes. Yeah, the Full Circle album. I don't really know. I listened to what the... You put the River song on there? Rain. Rain, that's right, Rain. You put the Rain song on there, and I listened to it, and it didn't sound a whole lot different, so I imagine that Creed kept doing what they were doing. They probably can't do anything else at this point. So. Yeah. There you go. The last time I listened to Creed, and it wasn't really listening to Creed, it was cheating listening to Creed, was the... Super Smash Bros. Super Mash Brothers did a mashup of Country Grammar and Higher. Yep, and that's I, the last time I've listened to Creed. Yep, yeah, you knew them. Caleb, did. Caleb didn't. He said, "I don't know if the Super Mash Brothers are really worth bringing up." Which... I've got all their. I've got all of their mixtapes because someone cool. gave them to me for free on my phone. Well, they made it in the episode, that's so they're good. in. Good for you, Super Mash Brothers. You you weaseled your way into this good band, bad band. Do you want to play a little bit of it? I suppose. Let's do it. It just sounds messy to me. It's, it's pretty too, messy. It is messy. There's way it's too just, much. There's way too much going on. At there's any three given things time in there. There's not just two things. It's I'm, not like a proper mashup where you know, like it's like two songs just on top of each other rather than like actually mashing them up to make it sound good. But there's probably early in their mashup career true. and stuff. So probably, yeah. Caleb and I saw Creed a few years oh, ago. No, we, did. we went with our father. Oh great! Oh. Whenever, whenever I think of Creed, I I cannot help but think that this is dad music, though. It really our, our father it and is. and all dads, all dads should yeah. be listening to Creed. No doubt. If you're a dad, not no doubt. That's more of a mom band. Mm-hmm. Creed is more like a more like a the weird your weird aunt. Yeah, your weird aunt. Yeah, there's no sense. doubt. Yeah, that seems fair. Actually, I could get behind that. But yeah, we saw Creed. It is uh, an experience for sure. I don't really have like I, I don't I've mostly kept that memory out of my head. I don't think that there's anything. Was that the show where we saw the the weird three way kiss or was that Bush? People don't do that at Creed. Come on now. Oh, three-way they do it at kiss. Creed. Do you remember the three? Don't you remember kiss? the three way kiss? Go ahead and tell story? the story. So, I think that might have been there, but if it if it wasn't, go ahead and tell <coughs> oh, the story. I, I remember the story. You remember the nobody, story now? Nobody nobody knows. So we'll just pretend that was the instance, and hopefully we didn't already tell this story. There was a man who had two women with him. None of the three people were particularly attractive people, and they were all doing a big three-way kiss like in like the, the grassy lawn area that we were sitting. There were probably maybe like 10 bodies ahead of us just making out during the music, doing their thing. Obviously intoxicated. Well, if, intoxicated. It's, if they were intoxicated, that sounds more like Creed. Did, yeah. Didn't I bring up a was it a four way kiss at the when I went to the train concert? Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's I knew. I remember. I knew before. that we had talked about a, a kiss. That's at what some I'm point. thinking of. Why do people kiss yeah. at concerts so much with, with so strangers. many different people at once? That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Well, collective kisses are what you do at concerts. Apparently, it's true. 
Maybe even at the Kiss concert. Three ways. The wrong concert. Four ways. Five ways. Whole concert. Ooh, that's concert wide kiss. Only uh, the Foo Fighters could put that together. Maybe, maybe Fish could do it. They're a bunch of weird, weird people. Those Fish fans. I find the fact that Creed has sold so many albums quite astounding. What they were, were they certain... like the fifth highest selling. They're very musical artists in the nineties. They're sell? very high up there. Yes, and they have. Oh, they're one of the only artists, if I remember correctly, who has a rock album that went diamond. So ten million, like purchases it's a lot of creeds it's a lot of creed well they yeah all, all the songs are on one album really that's honestly not true though a no, lot of them true, are really, on no. the third their third album i there's was really wrong. there's really not a whole lot on their first album um but wrong. there's the uh you don't have to keep saying it we know <laughs> i want you to know it jared i was wrong about the album. Human Clay was the one that had higher and with arms wide open and Weathered had my which sacrifice one, Which one, one was spread. Diamond? I believe human that clay? that was Human Clay. I believe that Human Clay sense. was the one that That's was Diamond. That's the only uh, cover I can really picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Weathered cover is... I, I can only picture the Weathered cover because I know that my dad had the CD oh, and that's just where my brain goes I must have. There must have been a poster of Human Clay somewhere. In a youth room or something I once inhabited. Because mm-hmm. I can I can keep it in mind. I'm looking at it the weathered be. cover. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. Is it? They were the ninth best-selling artist of the 2000s. That's what it is. That's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Especially because a lot of their music... You, you think of them definitely as a late 90s band, less than you think of them as an early 2000s band. Because Weathered was their only album that came out in the 2000s. But obviously their music from... What was it, 99, that Human Clay came out? 99. Yeah, so obviously that would continue to sell within the 2000s. So, what do you, Jared, what do you think about all of the, the Christian allegations of them? Like, that they're, they're a Christian band. They are a Christian band. They're not. That's the thing. They talk about, like, faith in their music, but they're definitely not a Christian mm. band. They're similar mm. to U2 of yeah. having you know, like religious imagery in their music, but not technically being a Christian band. But I, there is, even in the Wikipedia page I was reading earlier, was talking about how they, that was one of the things that brought uh, Scott Stapp and I think it might have been Mark Tremonti together. Yeah. No, it was uh, Scott, yeah, Mark, Scott Stapp and uh, Mark Tremonti were the first, the the two people that got together and they were friends at high school. And had been, well, they were friends in high school, and then went to Florida State together. But uh, it says that after multiple discussions and time spent writing songs, several of which addressed themes of Christian theology and spirituality, due to Stab's religious background, mm-hmm. then so that I mean, it's just like that's kind of how they started writing the music. But it's not that. I mean, it's I not. Know. It's not that on the nose, honestly. Like, I mean, With Arms Wide Open is clearly a song about fatherhood and not a song about Christianity. A song like, I mean... Sacrifice? Not that, I mean, that's not even about it either. Right. Higher feels like... Christ made a sacrifice. Yes, he did. It feels as though Christ... made a sacrifice this week listening to the music. Ooh, Mm. what a burn. You don't know that I didn't enjoy it. Tyler, did you enjoy it? screaming females. What? Oh my gosh. Mm. I, I I enjoyed Creed. Okay, I don't I don't know. I used to play be able to play higher on guitar. It's kind of fun to play. 
So I, what I'm gathering from here, because Dax, you already said this, Creed over Nickelback. If you had to, if you had to pick, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yes. yes, I would agree. Definitely. Nickelback has been able to stay together longer. Right. Yeah. Creed. So they. I mean, I they've only got... Creed was around for longer than they were. No. Really, only have two big albums, then their debut, mm. and then the album that they came back because they were on hiatus and Scott Staff. Went oh, through, they're still on hiatus. Went through a bunch of stuff. Oh, I know. Um, they but they're not. They're not broken up. Did some of them? They they started a new band though. Like yes. Without Al- Alter Bridge is the name of the band with uh, Miles Kennedy. Yes. Um, and then Tremonti has his own thing. Mm-hmm. And then Scott Stapp released two albums solo. solo. Albums. Yep. And then he's also in a band called uh, Art of Anarchy. Yeah. Which was originally founded by uh, Scott Weiland of, uh, what is that band called? Oh. Stone Temple Stone Pilots. Temple Pilots, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he died. And so they're like, well, we need to get a new lead singer. Let's we bring, gotta bring another in Scott. Scott. I don't, what, Scott. What does Scott Stapp have to do with anarchism? Of course, what does Stone Temple Pilots really have to do with anarchism either? Yeah. I well, I mean, he he didn't have he just kind of joined because of the death of Scott Weiland, so he didn't start the band or anything. And really, n- none of well, the music in, has anything to do with. He's in the band. Well, the, right, they're banking off the name. Quit banking off anarchism. The movement band. Since you brought up Alter Bridge, it's worth mentioning that their uh, their biggest career highlight is this song called Metalingus off their album One Day Remains. harmonica was cool a savvy wrestling fan may notice that alter bridge did the theme song for edge that's edge's music when he comes to the ring Hmm. brought to you by the instrumentalists from creed wow that's true that's true that's has Nickelback ever done a done an entrance song? They did no. the in, they did the uh, opening song to Raw for probably a decade. Years. The whole damn show. They didn't. Yeah. They, they didn't opened the show with Nickelback. Who's but, better now? But that wasn't like the song they wrote for Raw. Raw just chose to use it. The Correct. same thing with. Um, well, that's worse. Papa Roach. Yeah, wasn't it's the, worse that Raw chose to use a Nickelback song. I think a point goes to Nickelback over Creed for that. Well, definitely. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Also, the song Bodies by Drowning Pool was used for uh, ECW, SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was SmackDown? SmackDown? Yeah, okay. SmackDown's yeah. theme for a number of years. There yeah. it is. If I never have to hear that again in my whole life, that'll be fine. Only if an old man is singing it. Also, also <laughs> Alter Bridge has every single one of their albums has been a top 20 album. Really? So to pretend like that's their crime, like, I guess claim that's to true. Fame, like, they have hit alternative rock hit songs and yeah you know they've been able to build their career way better i mean they haven't sold as many albums as creed right but they've been able to stay together longer than creed ever did right so i don't know alter bridge is all right your one buddy i don't remember his name one, one of your friends from school that's his favorite band what what's his name that we met up with at that concert that one time and you forgot about we met they, what? That friend of what? yours. This is a, this is a quality the friend of story. Yours who likes New Creed. You got that buddy who likes New I have Creed. A, I have a buddy who likes New Creed. 
Yes. Who? I forget his name. We when we met up at hit uh, us up if you're listening. Weezer. friend of Dax. Oh, at Weezer, yeah, at Jared. Yes, other no, his Jared. Name's all, his name is Jared. Okay, as well. okay, that guy. Mm-hmm. What's up, Jared? I know you don't listen to this, but I miss you. Cool. <laughs> he, he's got a shout out. He has to listen now. <laughs> Send him get shout outs for free. No, hell no. Subscribe to our Patreon, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll cut it out. Oh, uh, they used to play in the Taco Bell in Madison a lot. As to say, like, they'd come in. Yeah, yeah, they Creed, came in. Creed, they played on the roof. Would, I don't know if you know this, because it was just a recent article I read, but Madison's becoming the next big music city thanks to Creed playing regularly at Taco Bell. That makes complete sense to me. Hmm. Half of that's true. You t- you decide which half. <laughs> they covered uh, Riders on the Storm. Yeah, and what else was that one on? Oh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, I'm 18 for the Faculty soundtrack. That was an okay cover. They're both just all right, I guess. They also played with the day to remember at the Alternative Press Music Awards mm-hmm. a number of years ago. You mentioned that on the day to remember episode, yeah. Yeah, but the unfortunately there is no good audio uh, on YouTube. I, I saw a, a, like the actual performance of it. Um, when it was streamed, but then for some reason they didn't leave the stream on YouTube, so now it's it's lost in the abyss of punk rock. As it should be. As it should be in the abyss. Do we want to? When do we want to bring up the one of the crowning moments that we found? I'd say, do it right now. I'd say this is a good transition. Yeah. Oh, saying okay. It won't be the song we play to transition. We'll play we'll play a, a Creedence song to transition, but. Sure. I think this is a good a good closing point to mention Creed. Are we done talking about? I don't know if we have any more. I mean, because I, I don't really think it's worth talking about his uh, alcohol All, and his yeah, he's basically like abuse. the Mel Gibson of music. Ugh. Yeah, that oh, I'm keeping much. that right. I mean, yeah, basically alcoholism, drug addiction, yeah. violence, saying nonsensical things. Eventually, yeah, yes. charging five hundred dollars on Cameo. Yeah, <laughs> punching people for three eleven. Yeah, what's up with that? By the way, 311 better than Creed. Mm. When's the last time you listened to 311? It's that's been a, what I thought. It's been, been a while. while. Give her a little, <laughs> give her a little peek, and then come back to me on that one. I think I like Creed better than 311. Oh, no, not me. I like their cover of "Love Song" by The Cure for the 51st Date soundtrack. That's fair. Well, there you go. Well, that's yeah. They got some stuff. They do have some stuff. They sang uh, what? All messed up. That's, a, All that's their biggest up. song. I don't know what they'll do. They sing "Come Original." They sing. Oh, that's true. I think that they Three Eleven is basically uh, a, a shittier version of Sublime. That's no, fair. Yes, no, 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 no. Yes, no. they are. Yeah. No, when's the last time you listened to them? Then they don't sound like Sublime. They're like ska, but they're not like Sublime. They don't have any hip hop. They definitely aren't Sublime. You're they right. They have no hip hop elements at all. So I don't know where that necessarily where that. So that's I'm not where the sure where that comes in. Whatever. <laughs> I can understand where people might say that, but I would I would disagree with you. I just said it, Jerry. <laughs> go on, go on with what you were going to introduce, though. Okay. So this week in our research, I found something that is quite exciting. Oh, perhaps I think so the only down. I've got it. You know what? It might be perhaps the first and only time this will ever happen. We have found a cover. That Santana and Scott Stapps oh, did. Oh, I saw that. A fortunate sung by Creedence Clearwater Revival. We have indeed a band covering a band as we cover both bands. Mm-hmm. 
We got to talk more about Santana at some point. He is, there's a lot going on with that man. Yeah, he's wise. He's got a master class now too. He's a teaching a master class. He has that truly song. An anomaly. You know, with smooth. Rob Thomas. Yeah, yeah, of course. What other song does he have? One of the guys at work. That's his dad's favorite song, and it would just happen to come on all the time. And then one time I was walking across the bridge downtown, and there was a little thing going on that I didn't know about on the bridge with a cover band, and they were playing that song. Of course they were. Of course they were. This album is full of of great songs. You're talking about Guitar Heaven? Yeah. The greatest guitar classics of all time. It's Santana covering a bunch of classics with all these various lead singers. It's a little bit wild because Santana is classic. That's true. But you have... Uh, oh, there's Riders on the Storm with Chester Bennington. Hmm. Kobe, Kobe Dix is on there oh, covering man. Smoke on the Water. Oh, Pat Monahan of Train covering a Van Halen song, Dance the Night Away. That's a good oh, one. That'd be cool. That's a good song. Obviously, Scott Stapp's on there. Is Gavin that... Rossdale of Bush. Okay, when it says that Nas is doing Back in Black, are we talk? We're talking about the same Nas. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You're, you're, there's not another Nas him. out there. There's no, a little one. What's he doing? That's a, there's an X on that, so it's. The tenth rendition of the how small did, one. How did Chris Daughtry find his way onto that album? Oh, well, how, the how, did he, how did he weasel his little bald head in there? It's not the same photograph, so I don't think it can't Probably be. Def Leppard. Hey. Yeah, it is Def Leppard. That's it. I think that's all we got on Creed. All right, fair. Shall we transition? I thought we just did. We've got a lot to cover here on Credence. Oh, yeah. Got a lot to say about Credence. Yeah, mostly Lebowski references. <sighs> you Maybe you. I want to. Can I get right to my thing? Yeah. Yes. yes. Please, because yeah. I'm so excited about this. So I've, I've kind of adopted Dax's boop, 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 boop bit here, but I've taken it down uh, a vast array of layers. You've got a train. The trains are the funnest. A true train of information. Now, Jared, you apparently shared with Dax a small tidbit of this, but I can take it much further. Now, this song by Creedence Clearwater Revival is called Travelin' Band. I'm going to play it now. Couldn't hold back that one. Felt too good. Scared now, me. Sorry, didn't mean to scare you. Now, that song was uh, taken to court because it sounded too much like this song, which is a little Richard song by the name of Good Golly, Miss Molly. Now, I'm not done yeah. because that would be too easy. Right, because what did the beginning sound like? Well, it's not about that. It is about that. It could that. be. It about is about Go that. ahead, but go ahead. 
<laughs> Sounds like Mr. Twist to me. It does. Shelby it definitely Twist. Does. You're down, you're, it definitely does. So that's also worth mentioning, of course. Yes. But what I was going to say is, is that it appears as though Creedence Clearwater Revival must have noticed those differences, decided to do something about that. Now, of course, if that were the end of it, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. What happened with the court case? Oh, uh, I believe it was. <laughs> I believe that the court case was closed outside of court. I oh, it was settled, settled outside. It was settled outside. Yeah, if I remember. Someone correctly. paid someone a lump sum. Yes. So it's their it, money, and they needed it then. Now, had that been the end of things, that'd be great. But it goes on from there, because apparently, little Richard noticed this. You know this respect that perhaps they they're paying to him, and therefore, are you familiar with the song uh, "Born on the Bayou"? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, let me play Little Richard's version of that song. chorus you get it <laughs> all right you get it so yeah little richard and Creed's clearwater revival a lot of layers to that relationship Seems for like some that reason ping pong match yeah. there's been more lawsuits over their music than just that too that's true uh credence uh sued uh another singer for copying their music they sued john fogarty oh good so he went on, he went solo and they sued him because he sounded too much like CCR. And there was one song in particular. Kate, Caleb, do you have those written down? That would be The Old Man up. Down the Road. Yep, The Old Man Down the Road. It's a John Fogarty. But play uh, Run Through the Jungle first. This is Run Through the Jungle by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Now, here's John Fogarty's song of The Old Man Down the Road, which I believe was released in 85. Oh, 84? No, it was 85. It's recorded in 84. Released in 85. There you go. Thank you. I just looked right at it. It says released 1984. I got right here. Released. (laughs) Released. Load, you piece of shit. (laughs) Released 1985. Recorded 1984. Right on the Google page for the song. All right. right on Google. Round it all through the jungle. Okay, that's it. I've got two different sources. It looks like it could have been released in December, just according to Wikipedia. It, just turn it up. But who's right? Where did Google get their info? Where did oh Wikipedia get their info? Uh, it probably was a single that was released prior to the release of an album in 85. Yes. Do it. You got to jump up, run away. 
I played that earlier. I thought it was pretty funny. So the judge threw out uh, the case. He overturned it, I should say, because the judge said that you cannot copyright yourself. Oh. So you can't infringe... On your own. On your own material. Who? Because at that point, what, are you paying yourself? Like, I mean, it I would mean, be the te- label. The label's basic, basically, it's the like, label's argument is you're making us release the same music that you already made us release kind of yeah. thing. You but, can plagiarize yourself, though, which if is I, a similar thing. If I remember correctly, the when the band split, the record label was still owed nine albums by Credence. Oh, man. Wow. And so another label had to buy them out for like a million dollars. And so Fogarty then released like a solo album off of that label. And this was the label that they, they released it on. During so. the court case, John Fogarty brought his guitar to the witness stand. And he played different parts from both songs, demonstrating that many songwriters have distinctive styles that can make different compositions sound similar to less discerning ears. Oh boy, that's Ooh. fair. Cool, man. That's fair. That would have been a great thing to watch. That would have been. That's very fair. That's uh, like they the do have a very distinct voice, like sound to them, like their guitar tones and like the way that they structure songs. And even like I found it very odd when I think of a Creedence Clearwater Revival song. I don't imagine it only being like two to two and a half minutes long, but that's like all of their hit songs. Like all of them are less than three minutes. So, like, they have a similar, like, song time, mm-hmm. song structure, like, guitar riffs, like, everything just sounds, it's all, it's all very distinctly Credence, but. Yeah, I just think of Vietnam. Mm. You don't think of jeans? I think of where the bathroom is. It's on There's the right. a bathroom on the right? Exactly. My mother told me all about that. Let's play it, that's that what he quick. says, I that's, swear. That's what everyone thought he said. My mother still sings it that way to this day. Here's Bad Moon Rising. Why would people think that he's saying it <laughs> if the song is called Bad Moon Rising? Yeah, you like, could there's a bad not. moon on... Why would they... That's you know like what I mean? Poker face that everyone yeah. thought she said fucker face, which she did. <laughs> she did. So there you go. She, she said she did. She did it. They did it. You gotta kiss the guy. this guy. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Kiss exactly. this, this guy. Kiss the girl. Nope, different what? thing. <laughs> it is a different thing, but yes. Uh... uh I also really like Credence's cover of I Put a Spell on You. Ooh, Very good Screamin' Jay Hawkins cover. I like it. I like it quite a bit. Who's that song originally by? Is Scream- it not Screamin' Jay Hawkins? It's Screamin' Jay. I thought it was I thought he wrote him. it. It's by Sir Deja Duke. Really? No, nah, he did a cover of that one, too. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta look at it. A lot of people did a cover of that one. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, You know, their music heavily soundtracks Big Lebowski. Yeah. I, I, I was waiting for you to mention it. And again. then when the car gets stolen, when the dude's car gets stolen, and he's asking him, they're asking him what was in it. And he's like a briefcase full of work papers, a cassette deck, and a credence tape. And they told him, he's like, Do you think we'll get it back? He's like, I don't know. He's like, We might find it. I wouldn't put too much hope in the credence. <laughs> like that's gone, dude. Credence tape's gone. Someone breaks in your car and you have a credence tape gone. It's mine now. It's gone. I'm taking that credence tape. I think sure. probably that my first experience listening to Credence Clearwater Revival is uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest, yeah, the Forrest Gump. Yep. Forrest Gump. Uh, they did Fortunate Song. 
in the in the soundtrack. Did you see why it was that Credence is often featured in things? No. So Fogarty signed off on all of like the copyright stuff, so the la- the label can just use that music all they want. Nice. Mm. So they had a song that was featured in like a jeans commercial. And it, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was Fortunate Son was used in a jeans commercial, and Fogarty was like, no, no, I take exception to this. Well, that's a and song then, that's... But the label were the ones who, like, sold sure. it off to the jean label. But then when the jean company found out that they didn't want, that, like, Fogarty didn't want the song used, they actually stopped using it. They were like, oh, if Fogarty doesn't want to use this song, then we'll stop using it. But you'll, you'll see a lot of, like, movies using Creedence Clearwater Revival commercials like well lots everyone of thinks things Fortun- because of that reason everyone thinks fortunate son is a pro-america song right and so they put it in all of this like stuff like that and yeah just like your boy bruce it's a protest song it has nothing yeah. to do with all that well a lot of their it's music the, is it's protest the opposite music. of it yeah but that's like the opposite of what everyone uses it for like a gene commercial time. that's true that's yes. why he was so mad right. about it right because it's like this is like this yeah. is totally the opposite about of what this is about yeah yeah you want to talk about what the the genre of CCR is considered? Swamp rock. For that mm. song, uh, "Old Man Down the Road," Rolling Stone album guide regards it as functional swamp rock. That's what they called it. Functional. functional. I, I mean, nothing else can I think of like is swamp rock. I don't I don't know of any other band who is swamp rock when it comes down to it. But I like I like the way they describe it on the the page where it's like. It's because they sing about catfishes and bayous yeah, and like. Who, it sounds swampy. Who sings uh, up on Cripple Creek? I do not know. That's Maybe. a that's something that has a very similar sound. I'd probably call it swamp rock. There's a couple. The band. Yeah. The band. Yeah. I the band. Know. Yeah, I could see the band having kind of a swamp rock sound. Yeah, that's kind same of. vibe. I mean, I'm looking at. I typed in swamp rock in the top three songs. One's Born on the Bayou. One's the Old Man Down the Road. So it sounds like yeah. if you're not related to CCR, you don't count. <laughs> Yeah. You want to talk about Chronicle? I love Chronicle. That is an amazing greatest hits release. That's that was really like one of the biggest introductions that I had to them was having cuz I I bought that that on vinyl at one point. So I have Chronicle. I think I got it for like 10 bucks. It was a good deal. But um it has like a ton of amazing songs on it. And I I one of the 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 less I'm pretty sure it's on this one. Let me make sure. Maybe it's not. No, it's not. Never mind. I was going to say something about it, but I put a spell on you was on there, which is really good. Mm-hmm. I like that album as well. I, it was, I got it off of uh, LimeWire or something like that forever ago, and uh, it was when I was trying to learn about classic rock stuff in that time period, and I I liked so many songs from from it. It's I mean I like their ballads too a lot. Long as I can see the light is a great song, and Have mm-hmm. You Ever Seen the Rain is really good as well. Great Ugh. song. It's only one. That's only Creedence song I don't like. You don't like Have You Ever Seen the Rain? No, I think it's because I don't like Remember the Titans either. Uh, and so it kind of just all sticks together. But well, it, see, that's the thing. When you sell all your, all your thing, you have bad uh, memories of various things related to that song. Yeah. too bad. It's a shame, I suppose. Once again, though, like especially Have You Ever Seen the Rain, I think of that as like a pretty like big epic song. And it's only two minutes and 40 seconds long. Yep. I, it feels like they accomplish a lot in a short period of time with all their songs. They're very straightforward. They get to the point with their music. And it's very memorable. Like, I would say that Credence is one of the more memorable acts, especially considering they were only around for, what, like three or four years? From, like, what, 68 to 71, if I remember correctly? That sounds right. 
It's really impressive. Yeah, 67 yeah. to 72. Because they released like three albums in 69. It was incredible how much music they were putting out. I mean, but they were considered... Yeah, they put out seven total albums. Yeah, in like no time at all. Yeah, three in 69, two in 70, one in 72, one in 68. Yeah, 68 to 71, 25. Yep. So, I mean, because they really like... They kind of took up the helm from Beatles as one of the bigger bands to keep releasing music like so much because a lot of their albums were, you know, top charting albums. And so, you know, not having a Beatles around, it was much easier to have a top charting album because you weren't competing. But they were putting out so much music and uh, like consistently they were getting hits. Though it is interesting about Credence, isn't it that they have never had a number one hit, but they have like what, five number two hits? You said they had the record, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. There was also a group called Clear uh, Credence Clearwater Revisited, Revisited. Oh, featuring boy. two members, two former members. Uh, you got... The the, the non-Fogarty's. Bassist, oh, yeah, the non-Fogarty's. Bassist, Stu Cook, and uh, drummer Doug Clifford. Did you see what their number one song is? Well, wasn't it all just covers? Oh, is it the Run Rudolph Run thing? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that. But... The lead singer of the group, what? what? I just backed away from the mic. Oh, I had a bodily noise. I thought I did something. No. Okay, we'll go back to what I was saying. The lead singer, or no, he was the lead guitarist. Oh, oh, from ninety-five to two thousand four was Elliot Easton, who played lead guitar and sang back uh, backing vocals for the Cars. No, oh, huh. that's weird. That's a, a good band. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a group that's uh, inferior to Devo. It's weird. I don't know about that. It's weird. I knew something. So, so much continuity. Something. something would happen here. <laughs> so much continuity. So you want to play? Uh, so we were talking about. Have you ever seen the rain? That mm-hmm. we found a few uh, covers of that song. Yeah. Uh, that I have, have found and thought they were pretty good. Johnny Cash did a version called "Have You Ever Seen?" Or you know, obviously it's called "Have You Ever Seen the Rain." Mm-hmm. The Ramones covered "Have You Ever Seen the Rain." Ooh. Ooh. But there's one that Caleb and I found more interesting. It's so- So that was Boney M singing that. So Dax, I know you'd be very excited about that. Big fan of Boney M over there. I love them. That had Mo someone in. Ma Baker's in there too on that one. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's exciting, Ma Baker. Yeah. You know that? A good song. I don't know when. I don't know who she is either. She's included. Oh, that's a song. That's a song. Yeah. Oh goodness. Real excited. I'm real excited then. <laughs> <laughs> I found that Children of Bodom cover oh, yeah. of uh, Looking Out My Back Door. Did you listen to that? What did you think about that? I didn't listen to that one. Let's give it a listen. They're they're an extreme Finnish metal band. I was about to say it sounds like it sounds like punk. Sounds like a space alien band. <laughs> no, 
Come some on. Sort of space Irish. <laughs> space Irish. That was I the like Goo Goo Dolls. Space Iris. <laughs> Clever. See what you uh, did there. Are we ready to sound off? I think so. I I liked CCR. What did, I don't. It's very difficult. This is a difficult day. But I, there's I'd, so much more that I haven't. I haven't talked about. I did this last summer. Uh, I saw John Fogarty when I went to that festival in Louisville. So I think this is the only time that I can remember that I've seen both acts live in Good Band, Bad Band. You said that before. I've said it before. You've definitely said that before. We'd have to go back to figure out which one it is, but I'm sure you've seen seen Have you seen Green Day? uh, Yes. Then you've seen Green Green a Day to remember. That's true. Well, the first in a while, I should say. Yeah, it's it's not not very often. It's been a while since I have seen... I will vote for Credence. I want to vote for Creed, but I know that Credence is, is above. I get that. I'm it also voting for Credence Clearwater Revival. Credence. Credence. Oh, all boy. Right. We all full, agree. Full sweep on the Credence Clearwater Revival, which okay. seems fair. But What did let's, Patreon say? What let's did Patreon hop have to over say? to Patreon. Unanimous. CCR. All yeah. right. CCR wins yeah. this day. Well done, CCR. We're all proud of you. We weren't sure if you'd be able to pull it off, but you did it today. You yeah, did. I was so, so concerned Creed might defeat you. Super concerned. They didn't. I know. And if you listeners want to have a vote, go to patreon.com slash record roundtable. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook, find us on the Patreon, and vote in the poll to say who you think is the good band. Next week, we're talking about Iggy Poppy. Goodbye.